try it, you try it. All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Why'd you like it? Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? That true? Do you like me? You like me right now. You like me. I like it a lot. He likes it. Because I like it. Welcome to I'm Trying to Like It, the podcast where two siblings, myself and Aaron, discuss all things pop culture or pop culture adjacent. We might disagree once in a while, but you can rest assured that we're both trying to like it. In this episode, we discuss Guillermo del Toro's spin on a classic fable in the stop-motion animated film Pinocchio, now streaming on Netflix. But first, Rory shares her experience enduring a 24-hour Harry Potter marathon this past weekend and explains how she survived to tell the tale. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, God bless us everyone everyone it is february (laughs) friday december 23rd um it is christmas eve eve and we are bringing you an important message a a message of hope peace love goodwill to men yes um no it's just to say holy crap Christmas is in two days. The birth of our Lord and Savior. Well, actually, is it is December twenty fifth really the birth of Jesus, or is that like just speculation? No, historically, probably not. It's just a date that we choose to celebrate. You know, a a few weeks ago, we had uh, at church on Wednesday night. We did some trivia. I was like. Christmassy type trivia. Did you know that they don't necessarily say in the Bible that there were three wise men? I did know that. I did not know that. Also, they don't exactly say that there were animals present in the barn, mm-hmm. um, the manger area. In a manger. <laughs> no crib for his head. Yeah, a lot of Christmas. Songs in the public domain. His... Oh, is it? Well, I think so. I hope so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Uh, whoops. Okay. Anyway, that's why I it's mean... like one of those songs that everybody sings for for Christmas, like when they go caroling, you know, because it's public domain. I think that's true. But I mean, it would have to be because that is one song that when Matt and I were closer as siblings, um, and we did Twenty Five Days to Christmas. That was always one of the songs in the lineup. So you just had to throw some shade at Matt, I guess. There, <laughs> back when we were close and we actually spoke to one another. <coughs> yeah, um, you're um, literally you know. living in Matt's house right now. <laughs> it's not like there's a deep rift between the two of you. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's my house because I pay rent. Well, you. Well, no, that rent does not equate to ownership. Mm. I was a renter for many years. I did not own the house that I rented. Yeah, but you didn't rent from family, Aaron. Anyways, (laughs) edit that out. (laughs) We're not talking about personal business. Um, 
So, uh, sorry, speaking Matt, I didn't of, mean to sh- throw shade at you. Speaking of personal business, uh, you had an eventful weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Something that share that, Aaron. Would, share that with the people. <laughs> something that would uh, sound uh, almost nightmarish to me. Um, no, I think you actually said it. It is a nightmare. Would, it would be a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. So you you took what what when did you start your marathon? You did a Harry Potter film marathon. Okay, let me talk about what I did. Okay, because you're yeah. ruining it. You're ruining <laughs> it right now. All I said was you did a you're Harry ruining Potter it. marathon. That's all I ruining said. Ruining it. Your the excitement is not there. The tone is just eh. You started it with nightmare. No, I said it would be my nightmare. I don't think it's it's not because it's Harry Potter. It would be any films that I had to watch back to back and lose a full night's sleep over. That's you what you mean that's to say the that there's not one type of movie out there, like movie set that you want to watch back to back. No, no, no. I, I want to watch one movie at a time and then I want to take a long break before the next movie. Really? Yeah. I just can't What about like Kill Bill? Yeah, even that. I mean, I would watch one. I'd enjoy it. And then I would want a little bit of a break. I mean, maybe I could come back later the same day, but not back to back and overnight. What's your favorite movie? Uh, I have to, I'd have to think about that. I have to okay, put you can't just say Magnolia is one. Of, Magnolia was one of my favorites. Um, I don't. I don't know. There's too many. There's too many to. to okay, name. what about the Mission Impossible movies? No, no, I would not be wow, able to. I could not boring. sustain. No, I, the the thing is, like, I want to give it my attention. Once I've sat through one, th- and and some of the Mission Impossible films are like almost three hours long. Mm. Um, so once I've sat through one of them, I don't, I don't have an interest in watching the next immediately. The next wow. day, maybe, but not, not like immediately. I'm not a marathon person. I, yeah, I, I would not so. run a... Well, anyone who's seen me knows that I'm not a marathon person. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm throwing shade at myself. <coughs> okay. Yeah. So Anyways. anyway, tell us what you did. I mean, you know, you, it's I was not critiquing your choices in life. I'm just okay, saying you're that's... You're taking away. You're taking away from my moment. No. Okay. You've got the stage. Thank you. All right. Let me get my microphone right up close to me. Guys, I and my nephew, we took it upon ourselves. Now, a little bit of backstory here. I love Harry Potter. I am a Gryffindor house. I'm in Gryffindor house, even though I long and strive to be in Slytherin. I take quizzes, real quizzes, okay? Pottermore, um, the Wizarding World. I've taken those quizzes. And... Sometimes I even answer as a Slytherin would answer, just to see maybe. But there's always that one question that I just can't answer like a Slytherin, so it automatically pops me in Gryffindor. It's fine. It's better than Ravenclaw. It's better than Hufflepuff. Is it Slytherin? No, it's not, but it's fine. So my niece and nephews and I, about two years ago, had a book club where we decided to read all of the Harry Potter books, okay? Okay. We would have weekly meetings, and after each book, we would watch the movie, and then we'd reset and go on to the next book. So my nephew, our nephew, Matthias, is up for, um, he's been up here for about a little over a week, 
And we took it upon ourselves because I had no plans on Saturday. It was my day of rest. It was my Sabbath. Um, And so we kind of just took it upon ourselves to start a Harry Potter marathon. Um, So at 9.30 p.m. on Friday night, we sat down. We calculated the hours. Now, there's not one Harry Potter movie. There's eight movies. There's not one of those eight movies that isn't under two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. They're all very they're long. All, they're all very long. Now, granted, we didn't watch the end credits. So, and that's a good portion of it and everything. So, Honestly, we we probably hovered around two hours and 15 minutes, most likely. Um, that was probably a good portion of it. So we calculated the time um, between all eight movies, um, and we came around. It was about, oh, I think it was about 18 hours. Mm-hmm. Longer than a flight from Atlanta, Georgia to Seoul, South Korea? I think, yeah. So I, I think we had, I think we had done, it's probably around 18, in between 18 and 20 hours. Um, so if you do by runtime, it's like over a thousand minutes in total runtime. Um, so, you know, we got the snacks, we had eggnog ice cream. With cones, <clears throat> we had goldfish, celery, grapes. No, we didn't celery. have grapes. Sorry, <laughs> celery. I had it, and so I was like, "Huh, celery and peanut butter." It's a good contrast. Um, we had literally the smorgasbord, the charcuterie board of food. Okay, we had Coca Cola, three monsters that we would just basically anytime we felt ourselves getting tired, we would. Pop open the top, and here we go. So we started the movies um, Friday at 9.30 p.m. We made it all the way until about 6.55 a.m. on Saturday morning. Um, that was about the beginning part, mid part of the fourth movie, Goblet of Fire. And at that point, I said, we have to take a nap. Like it, it has to, it has to happen because we are falling asleep. So from 7 a.m. to about 9.30 a.m., we took a nap. We woke up, we popped open a monster. I poured it into our, both of our lovely glass steins that we had. Um, and we started it, we started episode, our movie four. And at 8.55 Saturday night p.m., we finished all eight movies. Um, I will say, I don't know if it's because of all of the caffeine I consumed mixed with the lack of sleep, mixed with having ADHD, but I kind of don't remember much of anything. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) I remember the movies. Um, I remember starting each movie and saying break time to go to the bathroom and then that's it um i don't remember eating so did you stop the movie every time someone needed to go to the restroom uh no it was like movie theater style okay go to the bathroom at your own risk (laughs) 
<laughs> but you'd seen all these movies before. That's what yeah, makes like, it even worse for me. If no, these, okay. if they were all brand like movies I'd never seen, it would still be incredibly hard for me to make it through this. But if it was, but but the thought that it was films that I had already seen before, and now I have to sit through them, and I can't sleep, that would. That that would be torture for me. <laughs> wow. Okay then. Um. Not torture for me. Not torture for my nephew either. We honestly, I mean, I have. This was probably my fifth time watching these movies. Maybe even more than that. I've watched them quite a few times. I just really love them. Again, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Huge Harry Potter fan. Um, and so. They just kind of, it was just kind of fun. I don't really know why we thought this was a good idea. I really, mm, I have no idea. I think it's kind of because they all came out towards Christmas time. Um, close to Christmas time, I should say. Uh, and so it was just kind of, it's kind of fun. Yeah, Christmas um, kind of, it always feels like there's like one scene in every Harry Potter movie where it's like Christmas and they have like the Christmas decorations up at Hogwarts yeah. and stuff. I, I get that part. Yeah. 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 So it was just, it was a good time. Um, immediately after finishing. And like, I was able to, like, I was productive as well. I kind of had to be because I was starting to get tired. Um, and so like, I folded laundry. Um, I would like quickly cook food um, and all that stuff. But after the movies were done, I became a human and then ate, showered, all that good stuff. And then as soon as it was around uh, 9.15, I started what we're going to be talking about today, which is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Um, so it was just a full day. It was a full day. But you know what? I fell asleep at about 11.45 Saturday night, and I woke up Sunday morning at 7.15, and I was ready to go. I was ready to go. Well, that's... I think I calculated myself. Thursday night, I didn't go to bed until about 1. And then Friday, I woke up at about 7. And so I was up from 7 a.m. Friday morning until basically 11.45 Saturday night. So over 24 <clears throat> hours of being awake. And I... Don't recommend it, but at the same time, eh, I was fine. Yeah, you know, uh, you. I'm starting to change my mind. Like, oh my gosh, okay, this <laughs> sounds wonderful. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Sounds Enough. Like so much fun. Um, Enough. I just. Well, I mean, I admire you and Matthias the determination that you brought to that challenge and. I mean, it wasn't it. a challenge. We didn't really challenge ourselves. We just kind of wanted to do it. Well, it was kind of funny because anytime you require that much caffeine to like push you <laughs> through something, I would say it's a challenge. It might have been an enjoyable challenge, but you. I mean, we had probably two cokes and then one monster because I split the monster. So I had two monster cans. I think I said I had three. I had drank one prior, um, the, like the day before. <laughs> the day before, Aaron. <laughs> so, You're like, that one doesn't count because I did it before we started the challenge. <laughs> did it before. Um, and so technically, of the two cans, we split them. Um, yeah. 
and so technically one one full monster but you know we started it and we kind of were joking because april was at work we were kind of joking about the fact that she would get home and then be annoyed that we had started it but we knew that she worked saturday and so she got home and was like you started this without me Ah, and we kind of chuckled and then literally probably 30 to 45 minutes later she was like I'm going to bed I'm too tired and I was like oh you're too tired yeah you need to go night night and just kind of made fun of her because he's like I'm too tired and then all of Saturday whenever she got back she's like I'm just so tired and I'm like okay don't talk to me about being tired sister <laughs> sure you've been at work all day but what do you think we've been doing <laughs> um okay so speaking of saturday enjoyable highly recommend if okay. you want to have a good time so 10 out of 10 saturday i go ahead saturday we went to the uh sort of area filipino christmas party like the filipinos oh. get together they have gifts? a party uh, I did not. I did. I actually. I won a gallon of barbecue sauce. That was what. Oh. I came away with. Uh, we. Is it good barbecue sauce? I don't know. I've never had it. It's called Cattleman's. Um, mm. It's uh, Kansas City style. So. Okay. Should be so pretty most good. Most likely. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we went oh, to this. Okay. Uh, so we went to this party and um, we. It's it's great. Probably I don't know a couple hundred people there uh, from the dang yeah wow. from people come from you know Southwest Missouri but also from Kansas Oklahoma and uh, Arkansas and so big turnout kid the kids all do like a gift exchange there's lots of games they do a raffle that's how I won my gallon of barbecue sauce um, mm-hmm. and um, I met. Uh, a fan of yours that was hoping that you would be at the party. Of mine? Yeah, yeah. Um, so some friends of Not ours. Not of yours? No. They don't care about you? They didn't care about me. Wow, um, I feel so honored. Validated. I would like to accept this award. I have a little trophy. Yeah. Um, so I would like to accept this award. Um, on behalf of my <laughs> fan, not Aaron's fan. I just would like to thank my parents. Um, God, most importantly, for giving me the sense of humor I have, um, the determination, the willpower <laughs> to just bring so much light <laughs> and <laughs> positivity to the world. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want me to play the, the playoff music? Or <laughs> <clears throat> uh absolutely yes 100 okay so <laughs> yeah uh, just thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart to the top of my heart um uh, for your love and support and <laughs> presenting the next award <laughs> <laughs> please welcome to the stage someone besides rory um <laughs> So yeah, so we we got to the the, got to the party. I was uh, we were at the front where there was like a little place to buy the raffle tickets and to get like a little sign in to get your uh, like to put a name tag on you and all that kind of stuff. This be fancy. And we saw some friends, um, and one of the friends immediately when they saw that we had brought other family members with us because we had. 
Matt there and um, dad and mom came and they said, uh, they immediately said, oh, did your sister come? Oh, we really want to meet your sister. We listen to the podcast. We really want to meet her. We love her so much. Oh, my gosh. I just, ah, uh, my life is complete. I have fans outside of the family. So I did not. Wow. I did not. Uh, yeah, I did. I I said, I'm sorry. She did not come. And. Well, now I know for next time. Now I'm going to be there next time. I didn't even know that. This they was were a very thing. disappointed. <clears throat> excuse me but yeah wow. so that was uh it was a fun party and uh yeah maybe it would have been even more of a party if he'd been there and signing autographs or something but oh my gosh um signing autographs <laughs> oh <laughs> wow so this is just i and i wow. met, i actually met another person who's a fan of our podcast uh on campus this week and oh. another professor oh my gosh. yeah and um, he came up and he said, hey, you guys going to talk about Avatar on the podcast? <laughs> and um, well. I said, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, the problem is we won't get to see it <clears throat> probably for, well, in my case, maybe a few weeks. So um, probably, you know, by that time, there won't be much left to say about it. I mean, I'm sure there'll be plenty to say. Actually, I am going to see it yeah. tonight. So you just, yeah, you had mentioned that you were going to go see it tonight. So I wanted to uh, to let you know that I have restarted the, because I am excited about seeing Avatar The Way of Water. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. The yes. Way of Water. Because I'm excited about it, <clears throat> I was telling Shella about it, and um, she had never seen the original. And so, what? yeah, 2009, she was in college, I think. Yeah, <clears throat> I think she was already, she maybe had finished college, but she was in a nursing, like she was doing some kind of like, a, well, what do you do when you're a nurse and you have to like go to the hospital and do clinicals, like clinicals or something, right? So she was doing that. So she just was really busy and didn't have time to watch a lot of movies at that time. And so she was not familiar with the first uh, Avatar. And so uh, we have been watching it. Now we did not. Here's the thing. Like you just watched the marathon of all the Harry Potter movies. We haven't even been able to sit and watch the whole Avatar film yet. We watched like the wow, first that's... third. Um, and so but she is liking it a lot so far. And I am too. Like I actually, it's making me excited about seeing the the new one. So, you are headed there tonight. What are your expectations? What are you hoping uh, to from this this sequel? Uh, you know, I I feel like I've done myself a disservice with going to see this movie. Um, I 100% should have watched Avatar um, prior to going. I know basics. I I may do like a short little YouTube search of like a breakdown of Avatar. Yeah, like like a synopsis. I know basics. I know that Jake ends up being – this isn't a spoiler. This is the first one, guys. Um, Jake ends up being a blue man, um, a blue dude. Uh, and he marries Natiri, uh, and then 
the bad guy dies. Uh, the doctor <laughs> is saved because she becomes a blue girl. Uh, and they live in harmony and all this stuff. So to answer your question, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm super excited about it. I, I've heard a lot of different things about this. One of my coworkers actually just saw it yesterday, Sunday. And whenever I said, how was it? I'm going to see it tonight. She was not as excited as I was hoping for her to be. Um, and so I'm a little nervous in that regard, but I'm not going to let it taint my my thought process. Of yeah. it. I'm going yeah. in, I'm going to Alamo. Um, so obviously, excuse me, obviously I'm going to not drink anything, but I'm going to eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be incredibly thirsty. <laughs> and yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And the, uh, the film in large part, from what I've heard, takes place underwater. So you're going to be mm. incredibly mm. thirsty mm. and you're going to be reminded of water at all times during this. Ah, well, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> um, so I I have, I think I'm going to kind of try and go in with little expectation because I have heard 50-50 on it being amazing and it not being amazing. Hmm. Well, it's just kind of disappointing. I saw the, uh, I, I, I have heard from a few people now that have seen it and all of their takes were positive. I've listened to a, uh, a review of the film on another podcast. Okay. Shout out to Film Spotting, which is a podcast that I've listened to for years and years and I love. Um, and they were split 50-50 on it with one of the hosts really loving it, the other not so much. Um, so I'm, you know, here's the thing. Like, it's going to be a spectacle. It's going to, it's it's a big movie. It's long. Um, the, you know, we know the visuals are going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just I'm, excited. I'm not seeing it in IMAX, though. Well, I'm see, not that's seeing it IMAX 3D. Yeah, so I have not looked, but I would assume that the AMC there in Springfield that has the IMAX screen is showing it in IMAX. They are. The only options that they have for it were 4:15 and 8:30. Okay. Um, and so I'm seeing it at 6:30 with one of my friends. It's our it's our G and O before the holidays, um, and so. With seeing it at 6.30, because it is three hours and 12 minutes long, right, right. that's going to be about 10 o'clock yeah. when we get done with it. Yep, yep. Um, and so I couldn't, I didn't want to see it at 8. Like, I wanted to see it IMAX 3D, um, and I may still go, like, once I see it this way, I may still go and see it IMAX 3D, mm -hmm. um, because I do want to experience it in that in that way because I did see the first Avatar. Uh, it was in Colorado and it was in 3D. I don't know if it was IMAX 3D in Colorado. Um, yeah, I, I saw it once on a standard, you know, in, in standard, like a standard screen with no 3D. And I saw it the second. Did I see it with you? No, I don't think so because I was in, I lived in China at the time. Um, okay. And it came out in December of 2009. 
and I went to see it once in China at, on a regular screen with no 3D, and then I saw it again in the Philippines uh, on a IMAX screen with 3D, and that was so. I saw yeah, I saw the original twice in theaters, and it was, um, I, you know, at the time, I remember really loving the 3D experience, and so I'm kind of curious to have to see it again. You know, uh, I mean to see the new sequel in 3D as well, because mm-hmm. because I really did like it back <laughs> in 2009. I would guess it's even better now. I think. I mean, you would think that the technology, because James Cameron's been working on this film for over a decade, mm. so you would. It's kind of funny because he's already in talks and production with the next movie uh, with a um, few more. Yeah. With yeah, but they come out and like what was it? Twenty twenty was the next one next year? No, it was twenty twenty four, right? Um, tw- yeah, possibly twenty twenty four. I so, heard that I mean, he has that, like that five just kind of, planned, five sequels planned. Okay, so, so I think the next one is twenty twenty four, and so that's only technically not even two years away from where we're at right now. Yeah. Um. So I mean, he's gonna bust these out, but it but he's did. done a lot of the pre production work on all of the sequels already. So that yeah. so they're not gonna okay. take as long to produce as this first sequel has. Because they've done a lot of the pre-production stuff already, so okay, yeah, it did hit 134 million um, opening week mm-hmm. end. So Friday, it came out Friday. Um, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so it just it CNBC says it just missed box office expectations. Hmm. Um, so I have a very strong feeling because I think I looked up the first Avatar that it amassed like. It was some crazy amount of money. It was like, so oh, it's. I think it's the highest grossing film of all time, the first Avatar. Two point two, two point nine two three billion. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it was a massive I, hit globally. And see, that's the yes. thing is like, I would, I would anticipate this also being a big hit globally. And <clears throat> the other thing I remember about the original was I saw it in December in um I saw it in December in China and then like a month and a half later it was still like the number one film in the Philippines. Um wow. and it's that's gonna be the case all over the country. I mean, what's another huge film coming out in the next month and a half? Um I, I don't think not, I anything. mean people are gonna be seeing this movie a month from now in the theaters. And so long-term, it might not have had the biggest weekend that it was expecting, but it's going to have, I think it's going to do fine in the box office. So so. I just Googled it. Global box office. It is at 441 million, which is over his, his budget. He budgeted. It was like two, I think 250 million. So it'll, it'll be fine. James Cameron, yeah, you know that's what he does. You can sleep well tonight, bud. You're yeah, gonna make your okay. money. <laughs> um, but I hope you enjoy it, and I'll definitely be interested in I... hearing what your thoughts are. Maybe we'll discuss it uh, if I can get to a theater sometime soon to see it. Um, 
and we can. Do you have 3D IMAX in no, near you? No, Springfield. So Springfield, Springfield the would be the closest. Yeah, so we'll have okay. to. We might try to get there at some point, but um, anyway. Well, I'm super excited about it. <clears throat> I am. I am really excited to see it. So I'm just gonna try. And go in with knowing nothing, um, knowing no comments from people, whether they're good or bad, and just live it. Just live in the moment. Live it. All right. Well, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we'll be discussing our film for this week, which is uh, now streaming on Netflix. It is Guillermo del Toro's film Pinocchio. Over there. What is that? He's just a puppet! No, I'm not! I'm a real boy! People are sometimes afraid of things they don't know. I don't understand! Ah! We have found him! Our star! Everyone shall love you and call your name Pinocchio! Pinocchio! I have something I'd like to give you. It is a school book which belonged to a very special boy. The boy you lost? Papa! Enough of this nonsense. Hey, where are you going? You tell him I love him. And I won't be a burden anymore. All right, welcome back, everyone. So, welcome back, welcome back, my loyal fans. So, Pinocchio, I I have to admit, I was a little bit, I was thrown for a loop with this one. Um, and I hate Pinocchio, and the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be real honest Wait, you, and transparent. So you're saying you hate the story in general? <laughs> I you, can. Or I you don't like this particular. Version. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. I hate the story in general. I don't like the story at all. The one in the old time, I don't know when it came out. The original, the ago. Disney cartoon. Yeah, yeah, the original, the OG Pinocchio scared the ever loving crap out of me. Um, I did not like it. Yeah, it I did was not intense. enjoy it. Yeah. It was intense. I didn't, it, I just, I hated it. Okay. Yeah. I hate the storyline of Pinocchio. I did not see the Disney Plus Pinocchio um, yeah, with Tom yeah, Hanks. Yep. Didn't watch that one just because. Eh, okay, hey, so Pinocchio. I didn't even know that one existed. I, Until now. No, I. So when oh. you when you said you wanted to watch Pinocchio, and talk about it on the podcast, I knew it was on Netflix and I knew it was uh, Guillermo del Toro, right? So mm-hmm. I went to Netflix. I found it. No problem. We start watching it. And I'm like, huh, I wonder who, I wonder what the cast is like, you know? So I Google uh, Pinocchio cast, right? just did Pinocchio. 2022. Well, Disney Plus version pops up, but I'm still thinking, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that this is what I'm watching, even though it didn't, and immediately I didn't realize this was a Disney film. I just thought, um, oh, it's a Pinocchio film from 2022. And so I'm like, oh, Tom Hanks is Geppetto. And so I'm listening to the character on screen in the Del Toro version. 
And I'm like, oh my goodness, like Tom Hanks sounds unrecognizable in this role. Like, oh my gosh, wow. And then I start looking at all the other roles and I'm like, oh my goodness, like Joseph Gordon Levitt is Jiminy the Cricket. <laughs> or Jiminy Cricket, not Jiminy the Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Okay. I was like, man, he sounds totally different too. And I'm just, I'm just like completely confused by every character here. And I'm like, none of these people sound like the roles that, I mean, none of these performances sound like the actors. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of like mesmerized. I'm like, I'm Tom Hanks, man. He gets, deserves an Oscar for just how he's manipulating his voice right now for this role. Well, um, then something you didn't look at pictures. No. So literally I just Googled Pinocchio cast 2022. And if you do that, you will see most likely you'll see the Disney version pop up. Mm -hmm. It says hour 45 minutes PG and it shows you the cast and it's Tom Hanks as Geppetto Cynthia Erivo as the fairy, uh, fairy godmother or whatever. Luke Evans as the coachman. Benjamin Evan Ainsworth as Pinocchio. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket. Anyway, so I so yeah, it was probably thirty minutes in by the time that I was like, this is not like there was something about one particular scene, and I was like, that does not sound like Tom Hanks. Like I was completely. I was like, why would they mask his voice so much if they've got Tom Hanks in the building? Like, why would they make it not sound like Tom Hanks? And so I started Googling a bit more and found that I was looking at the wrong cast for the wrong wrong version of Pinocchio. For this Pinocchio, you actually have to put in Guillermo del Toro's exactly. Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't just free free willy. I know. You can't just but put Pinocchio in there. But how crazy is that that we have two Pinocchios out in the same year and they're both, you know, large, you know, big sort of large-scale films like they're I mean, Del Toro's is a bit smaller in scope, I think. Um it's not as star-studded or anything, but still like it's just weird that they both came out this year. I mean, I didn't think it was weird, but I also knew that both of them were coming out. I mean, if you had two competing, um, I mean, if you had two Harry Potter films coming out in the same year, but they had completely different cast and different performers playing Harry Potter, would that be weird? I guess, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Why are we bringing Harry Potter in this? I'm just saying um, it's weird that there's two films that they were both released this year that are both about the same story and the same character, and they have different... But done completely different. Very different, I'm sure. Now, I have not watched Com- the Disney version, but I would assume... Well, the Disney version has terrible, terrible, terrible reviews. The reviews for the Disney version are absolute garbage. Well, doesn't um, it... Doesn't it follow really closely with the original Disney film. Yes. Disney version of, of Pinocchio. Yeah. And it's live action. Whereas the Guillermo del Toro's version is claymation. Stop, right? stop motion. motion. Claymation. Yeah. yeah stop, stop motion, motion is probably more, probably the term we should use because I don't think they're using clay in most. I think they're using um, like models to move around and they, but I don't think it's all clay. Some of it might be, but. But yeah, I would say stop motion. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
let's get down to the nitty gritty now that you have explained yourself right. um, with this movie yes. and the other one. Um, so for me, like I said, I hate Pinocchio. I hate the storyline of Pinocchio. I just hate Pinocchio. But what what, what about it do you hate? What do you hate about the story of Pinocchio? I just I just don't like it. But why? Let's dig a little deeper. What, okay. what do you not like about it? I'm not it? digging any deeper because you couldn't tell me why you didn't like the Grinch Jim Carrey version. No, so. I, did, I did tell you. I said I didn't think it was funny. It's not funny. I thought the characters okay. were creepy. I that's okay. that's what I said. Pinocchio. So, yeah. Characters are creepy. Didn't think it was enjoyable. Very boring. But we're okay. But what what are we talking? We're talking about the original film, and you said it was the scary original. You. Okay. Yeah. 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 But you okay. said you don't like so the I'm, story. So you're not. So did you go into this thinking I'm not going to like this because I don't like the story Pinocchio. of Pinocchio? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. Well, I went into this thinking. I'm not going to like this because this story has been told a billion times and I've seen the Disney film so many times. There's nothing, there's not going to be anything new about this. So how was your, how were your expectations met? Exceeded expectation. And I would say the same. In fact, greatly exceeded my expectations. I, I love Guillermo del Toro. I think that he is a really good filmmaker, director. Um, Every movie that he has done for the most part, I really, really, really love. He did Hellboy, um, Pan's Labyrinth. uh, What's another movie I'm trying to think of the top of my head? Um, the Shape of Water. Did you ever watch that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. The uh, um, the he also did the. Um, there's a Netflix series right now, Cabinet of Curiosities. Get, yes. Yeah. Then the, the, there are some episodes of that that are very good. Yeah. Yes, he was also in with The Hobbit. Um, he did the screenplay, I think. Um, so I just. I love his style. His style of whenever he has a very specific style. You always know when it's a Guillermo del Toro movie because of how everything is done. Well, yeah, he's and it's a, just he's he's in the same vein in some ways as Tim Burton in that yes. he takes these dark he likes the darker well, what I should say is he brings a little bit of light to some very dark material usually. And, yes, but I would say Guillermo del Toro um, is not as what do I want to say, like not as broad as he's a bit more refined in his vision than Tim Burton would be probably, um, which means, you know, the imagery that he chooses to use in his films is often a little bit more disturbing, maybe than what you would expect from a Tim Burton film. It's not as clownish or. Um, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. You love him. I do too. I think he's great. (laughs) Perfect. We Um, agree. We agree. We love Del Toro. Um, so, excuse me. When I went in to this movie, I, it was honestly, I wasn't expecting to like it. Mm -hmm. I, I digress. I was expecting to enjoy it more because I knew that 
Guillermo del Toro was the director of it. Yep. Um, yep. So I was kind of like, okay, he's going to bring something to this movie um, where it may, where I may like it a little bit more. I may not still enjoy the storyline of it, but I'll like it. Oh my gosh. This movie, 10 out of 10 for, for me. There is music. There is, I mean, I just the whole storyline of it completely changed. It was not the original Pinocchio storyline. It was something so different, and it was really just brought to life. I really loved Pinocchio. Like, in the original, I didn't care about Pinocchio. I, I had, I, okay, whatever. But in this one, I absolutely adored Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Jiminy Cricket was basically, his name was not Jiminy Cricket. It was Sebastian J. Cricket. So just little bitty things that kind of twisted and turned. Yeah. And just the the somatic, the somatics of it, the way the stop motion was, the actors that were in it. I mean, Ron Perlman is in it. Love Ron Perlman. Um Ewan McGregor, Finn Wolfhard, who is in The Stranger Things. You've got, uh, what? what's the guy? He's the German. He was on Inglorious Bastards. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's the title of the film. Um, okay, yeah, what's his name? It's uh, uh, Christopher Waltz. Yes, yeah. yes, Christoph Waltz. Um, or Christoph, not he, Christopher. Yeah, you're right. He is. He is in it as well. And I love him. I it's just it's so great. Yeah, it's there's a lot, really, lots really good, of good movie. Very good voice performances in this. Yeah. There is no Tom Hanks. I'll <laughs> There is there is actually the the voice of Geppetto. It was kind of funny because I was listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, I've literally just heard this voice. The voice of Geppetto is Mr. Filch in Harry Potter. Yep, yep, um, yeah. So I was like, okay. And then Owen okay. McGregor is the cricket, right? Yep, Owen McGregor is the cricket. Mm-hmm. You've got Kate mm-hmm. Blanchett. You've got Tilda Swinton in it. Um, John, I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. The John Turturro. John, yeah, that yep. guy. Yeah. Um, um, Tim Blake Nelson. S- um, you know, Nelson. and I had kind of just a moment ago said that this this version was not a star studded, but actually it might be more star studded, except for in that Geppetto role, because I mean, how much bigger of a star can you get than Tom Hanks? But but the truth is, the rest of this cast is filled out with a lot of stars. So it's yeah. and they're, and there are very good performances. Um, no, I feel very similar to how you felt. I did not think I was gonna. I didn't think there was going to be much fresh here. I kind of felt like a rehashing. I knew the imagery, some of it would be interesting because of Del Toro. I thought um, there would be some mix, you know, that there would be something a bit darker about it, probably than the original cartoon version, at least. Um, Mm -hmm. And and it is. um, But and I was interested in the stop motion to see what that looked like, because I, I do I'm a fan of stop motion. Um, but man, the detail that went into mm. these characters, the way they look, the the detail of the sets that are used, it's just 
at every turn, I was delighted and surprised by something I was seeing on screen or hearing. Yeah. Um, I love like one little detail, like that I is not spoiling anything at all, but so, um, Pinocchio is carved from the wood of a tree that the cricket lives in. Sebastian, mm-hmm. the cricket lives in. And so when he is carved into a boy, when this, when this wood is carved into the shape of a boy and turned into Pinocchio, um, the wood sprite who brings Pinocchio to life allows the cricket to continue living inside Pinocchio in a little house inside his heart. So where Pinocchio's heart would be is where the cricket lives. Yes. Just that little detail was like, I just, I just loved it so much. Like I just couldn't be more, uh, yeah, me, more surprised and delighted over just little details throughout the, um, just our little artistic touches or little story touches that changed it was recognizable, you know, it was recognizable as the, as the Pinocchio that we all saw from Disney as, as kids. Right. But it was yeah, just tweaked a bit more so that every character felt like they had greater depth. Uh, every turn in the story felt a bit more significant and more uh, monumental in some way, you know, sort of a moment in time that, crystallized a feeling um mostly sadness i would say that this is a very it's a very sad kind of melancholy story and that never really lets up not to say there isn't like some funny or you know some humor um there's some levity but ultimately there's a lot of sadness and it starts even from the very beginning when you see Geppetto with his son, Carlo and you know, no spoilers, I guess, but you know, I, I don't remember from the original Disney film, whether Geppetto had a son before Pinocchio. Do you remember? I don't remember if that was a part of the story from that. Um, yeah, I honestly, I don't remember that either. Um, the other change that happens here is that Del Toro, sets this uh during a time during the world war ii essentially and while you know all these threats uh, are occurring you know these threatening things are happening to pinocchio um in the background there's this other growing threat of um fascism and 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 you know nazism and um so that's always kind of a present which plays into the story a bit but anyway back to geppetto so in this version of of the story um geppetto has a son who passes away tragically um and his name's carlo and this is sort of what the instigation for uh for geppetto you know creating pinocchio is in the beginning is that he's lost his son and he feels incredible grief over it. And mm-hmm. but before he loses his son, there's there are moments where he and his son are playing together. Um, and it almost reminded me of the opening sequence of Up. 
yes. where you get to see the life of this couple play out over time in a very short sequence, but you see all of these memories kind of flash before you. And then you're brought up to date where you're like, Oh, but now it's just him. Now it's just an old man mm-hmm. who no longer has his wife by his side. And you're just like shattered. Well, that's pretty much what happens with Pinocchio as well. Mm-hmm. And there's the song, there's a refrain, you know, whenever Carl, uh, whenever Geppetto's singing about his son that just like killed me. But it's, so, so all that to say, like, it is a very sad movie. And it doesn't ever shy away from that. Like, there's never a time where it goes like, okay, no, everything works out great. Um, because even whenever, I mean, it's the story of Pinocchio. So they do find each other again, Pinocchio and, and Geppetto. But, um, but that's not where the story ends, <laughs> you know? Mm-mm, and yeah. And we're reminded again by Del Toro, like, yeah. This isn't just a fairy tale. Like fairy tales have happy endings, but this yeah. is life. Pinocchio came to life and he can't, you know, no one stays alive forever, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, so it was just, it's just a really, it was beautiful, like visually beautiful. The storytelling was just incredibly beautiful. And yeah, I just was, I would give this 10 out of 10 as well. Yeah, it just, it kind of, whenever I was watching it, it kind of made me think of artificial intelligence. Um, Just little, little things from this also I got from artificial intelligence. Just whenever, like, no one can live forever, all that type of thing, Uh where in artificial intelligence, David just wants his mom to love him. Um, and he goes through all of the all of these different things to kind of find that that love, right? Um, and to find her love and everything. Yeah. And so it, it it is. It's just. I believe AI was inspired. The Spielberg film yes. was inspired by Pinocchio by the the classic mm-hmm. story. Um, and so yeah, that's here too. Um. What I think one difference, maybe one difference between this and the original cartoon version of it that we're most almost familiar with, is that, um, you know, in the original, I think uh, Pinocchio becomes a boy out of because Geppetto loves him first in a, in a way, right? Geppetto loves him, and then he becomes a boy because of that. In this. Pinocchio comes to life because of grief because Geppetto is grieving his son that he's lost and he in desperation and in drunkenness, <laughs> you know, uh, makes Pinocchio, but he doesn't love him right away. Pinocchio loves Geppetto right yeah. away. Pinocchio loves being alive. Pinocchio loves Geppetto, but Geppetto doesn't initially love Pinocchio, you know? And so part of this, the difference here, I think, is that you see you see Geppetto go on this journey of, of being someone who's basically frozen in grief because he can't move on. He can't, he doesn't feel like he can love again. And I think he maybe doesn't. He's unhappy with Pinocchio, I think, initially because he's not Carlo, right? 
Um, yeah. And then, then somehow through this series of events, he he basically is able to open himself up again. And so there's a real change in Geppetto, not just in the Pinocchio character. And um, so, yeah, I, I just think every character gets a little bit more depth here um, in a way that makes the story much richer. And uh, each, you know, each of these characters that we we know from the cricket to Pinocchio to Geppetto um, and then some side characters all have just better, better, more um, detailed backgrounds that give us insight into their motives and make them more real for us. And so that's part mm-hmm. of what makes it so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really, there's just, there's not enough, there aren't enough words to say how great this movie is. Obviously we all basically know the basic premise of Pinocchio, but kind of like you said, it is, it's sad. Like it has that melancholy feel but I never really felt super sad the whole entire movie. Like, I knew that it was melancholy. I knew all this stuff was happening. Um, but I just kind of, I don't know. I didn't feel, like, disgruntled about it. Like, there were moments when I kind of sat there in my feels with it and everything. Um, and everything kind of happened. But I just always well, felt... It's it's the kind of movie happy. I don't yeah. know happy if happy is the right word. I don't think it's there's different kinds of movies like or there's different kinds of feelings of sadness and maybe that's why melancholy um, is maybe the better choice here instead of sadness. But there are movies that make you um, sad because they are tragedies, right? Like mm-hmm. you can watch a film. Uh, well, for example, well, I, I don't want to spoil it, but like, I, I, I don't know if you've watched white Lotus season two yet. I am in the midst of okay. it. Anyway, I won't spoil it, but sometimes you watch a film or series or something and you kind of come away going like, man, like people are awful. What a tragedy that was sad, you know? Um, because they, you know, sometimes these are true stories. Sometimes these are things that really happened in the world that makes you sad that people had to suffer in a certain way or, or that they were, um, you know, or that someone was so evil or, or something like that. Right. That's one kind of sadness. But there's other kinds of like films that are very maybe melancholy, um, mm-hmm. but they they leave you going like, isn't life beautiful and sad, like sadly beautiful or beautifully sad because we love people and then we have to watch people grow older, you know, and we love pets and the pets grow older and then they die and we love Mm -hmm. a vacation, but a vacation has to end. Like there's so much beauty and goodness in the world and so many things that we fall in love with people and places and things and but then you have to say goodbye at some point and a lot of this a lot of the melancholy and sadness that i felt in this film was just that like at at some point having to say goodbye to people and things and places that you love and um and so it isn't it's one of those that kind of affirms your 
good feelings about the world and about life in the sense that you go, man, aren't I so grateful for the people around me, for the, you know, for the, uh, the people in my life, but we have to, but it confronts us with something that we don't like to think about, which is that we will lose these people someday, right? That Mm -hmm. these people will get older or that we'll get older or that, um, yeah. And at some point you have to say goodbye and that's one of the hardest things in life. And so this movie reminds us of that in a few different ways. And I think that's, that's what I came away feeling was just that kind of, that kind of sadness that made me want to try to appreciate what I have and the people around me more than, than I do, you know, yeah. to not take time for granted, to not take people for granted. Um, and that's, that's a big, you know, that's a big thing for a cartoon. <laughs> you know, if a cartoon yeah. can do that, that's a pretty big, uh, successful storytelling, I think. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, I highly recommend it. It is done so well. Um, it changes the whole story. It not, it changes the storyline of Pinocchio. Um, but in my opinion, it makes it more enjoyable. It just kind of brings it more to life. Yeah. Um, and so I, incredible, I can't say anything but good things about it. There was nothing that I didn't like or enjoy. Um, so yeah, 10 out of 10. I already said 10 out of 10, but 10 out of 10. Yep. Same for me. Um, okay. Well with that, do you have any recommendations? Um, I, I'm trying to think if we've been watching anything else uh this week i don't think we really have we we did start the we did start avatar and we're enjoying that so far we are about a third way through um other than that yeah we and we watched pinocchio uh but there's not been we haven't really watched much else so i would just yeah i just say avatar rewatch it before you go see the sequel um, because it, it, it holds up pretty well, I think. Okay. All right. Well, for me, um, there's really not much that I have watched that you haven't seen. Like I'm starting on the second season of white Lotus. I restarted that and I'm on episode three. Um, so I'm sure within the week I'll have it done. Um, but yeah, I mean this, oh, uh, Black Adam on HBO Max. Is that with, I watched that. That's with, uh, oh, The Rock, right? Dwayne, yep. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in it. And then Pierce Brosnan is also in it. Um, I will recommend that to you. I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, DC is kind of, I don't care for DC. I feel like DC can't get their character. Like there's this whole thing right now with Henry Cavill, um, Cavill. Um, he was like the best Superman that DC has had. Mm -hmm. And then they just kind of gave him the boot. Uh, and it all happened after he told Netflix that he was no longer going to be the Witcher. So yeah. I feel like that was a trash move for the people in the DC world. Uh, so 
DC is just hard for me to really enjoy. There's not many movies in the DC universe that I really, really like. Um, I couldn't stand Ben Affleck as Batman. I think uh, I just don't like Ben Affleck as an actor much anyways. Um, so I went in with very low expectations of black Adam, but it was, it was fine. Um, I would, I would recommend it just to see kind of what you, what you think of it. Um, I like Dwayne Johnson and he does a, he does a good job at playing this superhero or villain or whatever. Um, so I would, I would recommend that. I watched that last night. Hmm. Okay. Well, we might check that out after avatar um yeah but yeah it's i'm with you on that i haven't gotten too excited about too many of the dc films the dc comic films but i did like wonder woman that's the one exception i liked the first wonder woman i thought the second wonder woman was kind of trash yeah i like the first one i remember watching the second one and it didn't leave as much of an impression as the first but um, it, it was funny at least in parts it had, uh, <laughs> yeah. who was the, her, her, uh, co-star wig. No, the, 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 um, the, the guy, um, Oh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah. I thought he, his role was f- pretty funny and entertaining in it. And, um, yeah. so anyway, yeah. But I mean, Black Adam. It was it was decent. It wasn't bad. Um, so it kind of ties into a bunch of different superheroes. So I I would recommend recommend that. Um, with that, hope you all have a very merry merry Christmas. If you are still shopping and getting the last little bits of gifts, be safe out there. Make sure to. Email us with any recommendations or thoughts, comments, anything like that at I'm trying to like it at gmail.com. You can also pop over to our Facebook page. Facebook Facebook.com slash trying to like it. <laughs> or <laughs> or our website, trying to like it.com. Yes, you can go to <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Work through it. Work through it. Work through it. Walk it go. off. Oh no, series series going off too. Oh gosh. <sighs> Anyways, um, all of those avenues are readily available for you. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, rate, review, all of the things. And as always, thanks for listening to. I'm trying to like it. I'm trying to like it.